Most of the time, he talks it out with the voices in his head. Other times, he gets an artist to answer his questions, and you get to listen to it here. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. Round two with Lindsay L. Round two. Last time you were here was a Sunday, and I came in on a Sunday. I'm sorry to make you come in on Sunday. You said that last time, too, but whatever. I'll do it every time. (laughs) I was bummed last time you played because it was a Sunday. I believe it was over Stagecoach. Yep. And it wasn't the biggest crowd. And That's fine. I, we I know you didn't care. We've played for, you know, when there are more people on stage than in the venue. <laughs> That's <so>. pretty funny. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Tonight's going to be a great night. I know that um, we've sold almost every table. That's amazing. Um, which is pretty badass for us. And then it doesn't happen very often. We don't pre-sell. Really? At, at Stoney's, we don't. Cody right. Johnson has the record. He pre-sold 900 and something. Wow. Uh, we have Michael Ray in two weeks, and he's pre-sold... I think he's at like 680 or something something like that. And then you. Even Russell Dickerson, who sold this place out twice, doesn't pre-sell. Really? We don't because we're a dance club first. And we're a a live music venue second. Right. Yeah. So people are here to dance. They're here to dance, but but we haven't been able to train them to buy their tickets early. So this year we started something new where we actually put a price on a ticket pre-sale and then when it goes to day of it's usually yeah and so it's starting to work maybe i don't know but people love you here i can tell you that the the meet and greet that we're doing for you guys has gotten so much attention that um that we love it we super love it Uh, well we are so excited to play tonight i'm glad you came from where where were you last night we were in bakersfield and um where did you play there we played at the crystal palace how about that it was I, I sold out the Crystal Palace last night, which is crazy. You know, we, we kind of did a run kind of similar to this one about a year and a half ago when my album first came out. Right. And, um, and it's, it's so strange to like slowly see it growing. Like tangibly, I can, I can feel more, you know, more energy in the room. There's definitely more bodies in the room. And it's like, they say grassroots and I definitely feel I'm grassrootsing it. Heck yeah. By one, by one, fan by fan by fan. Just building it. Yeah, building it. I mean, we we were in San Jose playing um, Club Rodeo before, the night before. And um, and the same thing, like a year and a half ago, I think we sold like 160 tickets or something and 600 people were there. And it was just, it's cool. It's cool to see it like, gaining momentum you'll see a big change from last time to tonight too i love it <laughs> yeah i'm i'm super excited just i think i was more frustrated with the booking last time that yeah. it affected me in a sense of i enjoyed the show yeah. but at the same time i was super bummed because i don't ever like to see that every now and then we'll book something on a wednesday and we'll tell the yeah. band listen you you can have the door but it's not going to be much and right. i still get super bummed i mean yeah. I, I think it was I don't know if it's John D. Hill or someone like that played on a Wednesday. And I'm like, this is just disappointing because they're amazing. And it's kind of right. like we are known Friday nights to do the live music. Every now and then we'll do something on a Saturday. So those are usually okay. But anything outside of that, screw the pooch. You know, as artists and as musicians, like it's it's a way of life. And I know for, for us, I mean, we play so many shows that it's like sometimes it's it's amazing. And sometimes magic happens. And sometimes it's it's just not the same and it, it's part of the gig you right know? as you grow like this do you still see yourself jumping into the crowd with your guitar are you going to do that until the day's end it depends it depends a lot on the venue you know because sometimes it's just not safe sometimes it, it it's like pretty much inaccessible to get out into the crowd so it depends a lot on just the feel of that night like i i really like to make sort of every show special in right. that you know 
and that airs. So so we'll see what happens tonight. Who knows? I'm looking forward to it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> it's going to be a good show. Your new single with Brantley Gilbert, how did that come about? Like, where did it stem from? And Yeah, so Brantley and I, you know, we've been friends over the past couple of years. We've played the Opry and a few festivals together, but um, we've really gotten to, to become close over the past few months because of what happens in a small town. And he was finishing his record. Um, you know, he was writing songs and and finally, you know, found that one thing to complete what they were looking for. And it was it was that one thing that they were like, okay, we need a first single. And that's what happens in a small town. And while they were in the writing room that day, they were like, you know, this would be a great duet. And so uh, Brantley went back to the label and was sitting down with Mr. Scott Borchetta. And they were, you know. Who's that? Tossing around <laughs> names. I know, right? The most brilliant men in show business. Um, they were tossing around names and... Scott was the one who brought me up and he was like, well, what, what about Lindsay? And Brantley's like, oh man, I would love that if she would do it. And so, um, so, you know, we got the call from Scott and I was like, Scott, I would be absolutely honored to do it. And, and I still am to this day. I'm, I'm humbled that they asked me and wanted me to be a part of it. And it's just been so much fun getting to know Brantley, getting to know his whole team, you know, over there. It's, um, they're, they're so inspiring to watch them work music just because right. they're so good at it and Brantley is such a sweetheart I, I always say that I feel like I'm ruining his image because he's <laughs> like the nicest human being I don't I don't see it that way <laughs> I see it as just like a, it's an opening another door that opens for you in a yeah. sense of you've got an artist that's out there that's been established for a while yep. I think in this market people love him for sure yeah. but I mean that's got to open a door for you that new fans new growth and everything I love collaborations I love collaborations because it, it brings something yeah completely new to fans and it, it helps mend fan bases together which I think is a really cool thing but it's also I think fun for fans to see collaborations of artists that they would never put together right because you never know what what's going to happen when you put you know, oil and water together and see and watch it react. And that's the magic of it. You know, whenever, whenever I watch award shows like the Grammys and they have the weirdest collaborations, you're like, I wonder what's going to happen. Sure. And it's so cool because you just see two things that you wouldn't expect to, to put together. And then yet they make like this really cool music together. And that's, that's the beauty of it. You know, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in a sense fail because it's always so interesting whether it's a weird interesting or a good in a good interesting I've never really seen anything fail like that yeah I mean I can probably think of a few things <laughs> that were like ah, I don't know if that was a good idea but but you're right it does end up being super super interesting sure and, and just completely unique that you can only see there well they even say bad news is good news right that's if people right. are talking about you that's exactly. all that matters what's your next single after I mean do you consider this a single for you Absolutely. as well yeah this is this is my single right now and I'm so excited that you know it's it's sort of the new music in between my two records I'm in the process of recording the next record oh wow and, really um, mm -hmm. and so I've been I've been heavy in the studio with Mr. Christian Bush and we've been sort of batting our heads against the wall and, and putting pen to paper and, and recording as much as we can. And so we just have started. So, um, you know, when I say we've reached the, t the tip of the iceberg, it's, it's so much to come. So I, at this point, don't even know what's going to end up on the record. Right. I've been writing like crazy. I have so many songs that I love. I've been listening to so many other songs. And so um, it's, it's exciting. It's sort of that stressful slash um, just fully 
adrenaline filled moment of putting together an album. It's kind of neat. How did this Monster Energy tour thing come together? I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, I have never done a headlining tour and um, it was something that we talked about and I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready. I mean, I, I, I've, I've, I've been doing this ever since I was a little girl, you know, I've been playing shows since I was 10 years old, but you know, I, I don't have a, a number one, as they say, quote right. unquote in town. And, and unlike another, a, a lot of other new artists, you know, I, I don't have the same accolades on paper. I've been, I've been doing this and I've probably played more shows than most of them because I'm just a workaholic. But I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to do my own headlining tour to be able to be the one responsible to sell tickets. Like, that's a big responsibility. And and so it was something that we just decided to do. You know, we, we had a number of different options. And Monster has just been wonderful to work with. And they came to the table and were like, we want to help you do this. So it's been so much fun to be able to put together my first headlining tour. Thank you guys so much for wanting to be a part of it. Right, and, absolutely. Um, and... It's been really, really rewarding to be able to walk into that venue and be like, I you did this. sold these tickets. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't normally get like that. You know, I don't normally imp- get proud of a lot of things that happen because it's just like, okay, on to the next, on to the next. I wake up, I work, I go to bed, and I wake up and I do it again. Right. But um, And blessed to do that. I'm so blessed. <laughs> so, so blessed. But the fact that, you know my my fans are just so incredible and they've they've stuck with me after all these years you know i've been in nashville now nine years and and i'm just continuing to to gain momentum and and build this thing and um and they're just they never cease to amaze me and so it's been really cool to to watch a lot of them you know be along for the journey dude it's kind of neat that online that i watch the people for this one just how excited they get they did just didn't enter to win a contest they yeah. were very vocal and they yeah. said stuff and they were That's like awesome. and they all had some reason and growth and i was talking to cody earlier and i said something to him about the majority of the people that entered were women and all the women that entered most of them had something positive to say in a sense of like, she's been this in my life. She's done this, that sort of thing. And I was like, that's, that's really, really neat. I mean, so much to me, you know, meet and greets and getting to meet fans and, and anytime I can sign after shows or, or just get to hang with them. It's my favorite thing to really hear like how they connect to, you know, the songs I write and the music I record. It's, it, it baffles me that, you know, they can, come up to me and either be like, Lindsay, you've inspired me to start playing the guitar or sure. this song helped me through this moment of my life. And it, it's just, it's so crazy to me to be like, wow, like, w- you know, we, I believe that we all have the power to, to do good and to affect good changes in everybody around us. But the fact that, you know, something as little as me writing a song and somebody hearing it can have that kind of a change. It's, it's pretty cool. Your writing process for your last album, was that all you or did you go through books, write with people? You know, my last album, it feels like, you know, they always say you have 10 years to make your first album, and then your second album, you have like a matter of six months. And so my first album, yeah, I want to say, you know, I I wrote most of it over the course of a year in Nashville. There were a few songs that had been hanging around there for a little while, but, um, but a lot of it has just been from experiences, you know, touring around the world and meeting people and people watching and, um, and of course, I mean, I'm a female singer, songwriter, heartbreaks and relationships. Sure. I've been, I've been single for the past year and a half. And so it's, um, it's been a, a major change in my life. And, and I feel like a lot of this record I've been, I've been writing in and around that and about discovering who I am again and, and figuring out who that person is. And, and sometimes, 
that's the coolest part of it, you know? Yeah, people can relate. It's I I I listen to a lot, obviously, a lot of new and emerging stuff that comes yeah. out, and I hear songs that when I listen to them, it kind of like brings you back to a place where you might have been before. And um, I dig that about country music. It's like one of my favorite things is when people tell their story. It's almost like the good songwriters you can you can actually relate to it, and uh, totally. and you find it more and more today. I think I don't want to think that people write just to relate, but maybe. I'm sure some of them do, but at the end of the day, when it's heartfelt, I think those are the ones that do the best. Yeah, I think it's all all part of it, you know. As as songwriters, I think we just want to write something that's real, and then yeah. we hope that it connects with people. But it's it's really cool to see sort of the the proof in the pudding, as they say. And, Heck yeah! And see somebody come up to you and and be like, "Oh my gosh, this song has helped me get through my breakup, or or get over this, or or I don't know." It's it's the thing that we play on a Saturday night, and it's cool. What's next after tonight? Do you have a couple more stops on the Monster Tour? Yeah, we do. We have um, one more night tomorrow night in San Diego, and then I have a show at Hotel Cafe. In Are you LA. at Moonshine tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah beach yeah. or flats? Um, it's we're playing beach. beach. Cool. It was it was sort of up in the air which one we were playing for a minute there, but um, but I think we're on the beach, so I'm excited. It's not on the beach. It is. Wait a minute, beach. Beach is on. Flats is not. My bad. Right. My bad. Yeah, that's a cool little venue. Those I'm, guys are nice down there. I'm really excited about we it. Do, we do some um, some booking with them, which is kind of fun. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Because West Coast is tough. It is. So yeah. if, if, it's if expensive. I give Michael a call down there and I'm like, dude, I got an artist coming through. We do, we do a lot with Austin Burke here. Cool. And he's one of the artists that we... Um, that this next run he's on, he's playing there Thursday, here Friday, then he goes to uh, Country Thunder nice. on sa- Saturday. And I mean, however we can help is kind of like our attitude to- towards it all. No, that's so awesome that you guys do that. Our um, bookkeeping lady downstairs, her name is Olina. She said, um, she said to me, just, just before we came out, um, she said, why is it so loud? And I said, because they're just that damn good. She made a comment about something. I said, it might probably be the last time you see them here at Stoney's because that's what we're, we kind of like grab the emerging artists when they're on their way up. And then um, we enjoy that. Like Russell Dickerson's played here um, six times and I don't think we can afford him anymore. That's crazy. He's He's played here six six times. times. That's awesome. Yeah. Three years. And that's kind of like, um, that's a lot for us. He's one of the most, Stephanie Quell's played here a lot. Um, We love her too. And speaking of new music, um, Marin Morris's new single, Girl. I'm obsessed with it. It's a it's a badass song. You know, Marin um, is one of those artists that she just stands alone in her music, and yeah. um, she's a friend of mine, and I look up to her so much. I respect her as a as a human being, as a, a fellow female artist, and um, and just as as a writer, she's so real, and she's not afraid to be who she is and stand up there and be like, love it or hate it, here I am. Right. And as a female, that is so inspiring. It's so inspiring, especially as I'm, you know, on the cusp of making making my next record. It's it's sometimes a big thing to figure out. Okay, what can I say and what can I not say? And as a female in country music who wants to get her music on the radio, it's it's like a big thing. You know, it's this sure. task. And um, she's kind of like laid the groundwork for you now. Well, <laughs> it's, it's just inspiring. You know, there there's so many. So many talented female artists um, in this format, and you know, Marin is is definitely at the at the top of the list. She's just so so good. Who's your female idol? Um, in music. Well, if I were to choose just one, I mean, well, give me a couple. That's not fair. Ever since I was a little girl, obviously Shania Twain was my idol growing up. Um, you know, Sheryl Crow, Bonnie Raitt, Aretha Franklin. Joni Mitchell. Huge voices. Carol King. 
Yeah. Going way back. I mean, I'm just saying, like, as far as my female idols, yeah. they're the people that I turn to when I, you know, really am looking for inspiration. Do you have any, like, routine before you go on stage that you like to do that people might not know about that you could share? Yeah. I mean, um, as a band, like, we, we've done everything to have, like, push-up challenges before you go on stage to... I can do one. That's perfect. You would totally lose, but you would start with a full effort. That's right. Um, to We always have like a, a sort of powwow, we call it, just a prayer to sort of set the night off right and, and sort of bring everybody together. It's pretty neat. I can tell you at the bottom of the ramp almost every every night that we have a show, we see that the band like goes into their own little thing and, yeah. and they do it. And uh, I just always look at it as a sense of you guys... I have a friend of mine that is from LA. His name is DG and he runs um, a nonprofit called Love Wins. And I have something for you from him. Um, He was at Root and we've done two Root shows here. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do any more based on whatever. I was there. Um, Yeah. But it's just kind of like, I want to move forward from it all. But he said something to me today that was kind of neat because he was going to come to your show and he's like, listen, I just stay home with my kids, blah, blah. And, and I said, uh, he said to me, you, you have the best job ever. And I'm like, I like it because I get to see great people like you. I get to see the bottom of the stairs. And then um, I get to see what he's doing out there as well. And I watch, he's just so music based, but he does something where every year he does uh 58 random acts of kindness because of the 58 thing. And um, awesome. I love watching what he's doing. We, we, we donated $29,000 to him from our mm-hmm. last show that he's like, I don't think he's ever had a donation over a thousand, maybe awesome. 500 or something like that. But it's kind of neat. He wanted me to give you something, but this will give him, oh, he'll probably so go crazy over this part too. But um, I want to let you know that we had that. I love what you're doing. Um, I hope to see your next album grow. I hope we can have you back here. Maybe at least one more time. Yeah, that would be pretty would rad. Love that. Heck yeah. You always say that, you know, you guys always say that. Like I look at, Russell right now and, and talking to his camp I'm like I just wish I could afford it we had, we have a, a means of how much money we can make and mm-hmm. what people will spend here and yeah. I want to see you blow up like that too but I'd love to have you yeah. one more time well we would love to come play again I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you, you to I'm gonna hold you to that <laughs> <laughs> you're the one I talk to the most <laughs> sweet tell people how they can find you on- online um, I'm kind of a social media fanatic I, I love being able to talk to you guys and um, and hear what you're thinking so you can find me on socials at Lindsay L L I N D S A Y E L L. alright 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 that's the end of this one go ahead roll credits recorded by Toad produced by Toad booked by Toad voiced over by Toad you know what Toad would just like to go ahead and take this moment to thank you so that he doesn't have to go back and do his real job 